Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go. Welcome back to The Edge Podcast, giving you the edge to win in business and in life. Here's your host, Brandon White. Hey, Matt, what's happening today in Hawaii? What's up, Brandon? Living the dream here. <laughs> it's like every day there's 80 degrees and sunny, isn't it? Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. It does rain complain. though, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on Oahu and it's got a, this is the rainy side. This is definitely the rainy side of the, uh, the island, but it's not terrible. You know, I used to live in Florida. Florida was brutal. I mean, yeah. absolutely brutal. So it's not, it's not nearly that bad, but it's funny that from day to night, it's only a, maybe a 10 degree swing mm. in temperature versus, you know, 20, 30 on the mainland. So crazy. Well, we are talking today about what is a forfeiture account in your 401k plan. I have no idea what this is. What I've <laughs> learned having talking, been talking with you in our series is that there are so many variations, nuances, intricacies, customizations in a 401k plan that you, I, I never thought possible, but is possible that all can allow you to save way more than you ever thought you could. I think I, you know, it's sort of geeky, Matt. I'm passionate about it because I just feel that pain of the last 15 or 20 years running a business when I just didn't know about this. And it's very clear that I've left some now tax dollars or untaxed dollars on the table that were taxed. So anyway, tell us about what a forfeiture account in a 401k plan is and why it is important to understand. Yeah, the, the forfeiture account is one of those pieces of a 401k that, which is why administration is, is needed on these things. There's so, like you said, there's so many little nuances and wheels turning all at the same time. This is just one like very insignificant piece of it, but it's one of the most asked questions that I get. And they're not asking me what is a forfeiture account. They're asking what happens to the money if my employees leave and they're not vested? That's the question that I get. And this is the answer, basically. So certain plans, you can create a vesting schedule, right? You can have your the match as a different matching schedule than your profit sharing as your cash balance plan. And you can have those separate. For example, if you have safe harbor 401k, there's different kinds of safe harbors, right? A lot, of, Most people think there's only one where it's instantly vested and your employees leave, they take it with them. But there's a Quacka QACA safe harbor where there's a two-year vesting schedule, meaning if they leave any time before two years, you get all that money back in the match. The profit sharing has the same thing. You can you can drag out the profit sharing a few years and stack it, you know, maybe 20% goes up every year. However you design it, however the plan is designed, where does that money go? It goes into the forfeiture account. And the forfeiture account is this this account inside of your 401k plan that your match goes into that you can actually reuse it and have it go back into your plan for your other employees. So it's not use it or lose it. It's you can use it for plan fees. You can use it for the cost of administration. You can use it for match or, you know, redistribute it to, to employees that way. So you can reuse it. It's not just kind of long gone. It doesn't just go right back into your corporate account and you lose the tax benefits. You can reuse it for other 
costs inside of the plan. So that's really from the employer business owner side is Correct. if it's you and an employee, the employee leaves, they're not vested, effectively the money goes to you. Yeah, it, it, it comes back to you and it's reused. You don't have to worry about getting hit on having to pay back taxes that you thought you were writing off and things like that. You just reuse it for the plan. And it's if quite you're an employee, mm-hmm. then you lose the matching part, but you don't lose the money that you contributed. That money is yours. Your deferrals are always vested, basically. Right. Your deferrals are always yours. It's always vested. If you roll an old plan into your new plan, that money's automatically yours. That's your money. We're only talking about the match that the employer is giving and profit sharing contributions. Those are all you can create a vesting schedule to where it incentivizes the employee to stay longer so they can keep that money. So if they stay for um, three years, five years, whatever that match or that vesting schedule is, you're incentivizing your employees to stay with you and, and getting that loyalty. And then you're incentivizing them with that, those extra dollars. Yeah. I think it's a good program. I think designing the program, they should all be designed like that. If you're mm-hmm. from a business owner perspective, I have no problem giving people money to save. I think it's really important. It's also important that it vests because you don't want someone just to leave. And you do the same thing with stock options. Stock options, you generally even have a cliff. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a 12-month cliff. If you leave before 12 months, you don't get anything. Once after 12 months, you're vested 12 months of the total, which maybe is four years in general. And then you you accrue that 12 months on the 13th month. And then you accrue monthly thereafter. Mm-hmm. And I'm only bringing this up to say it's the same principle in the 401k as it relates to giving money. And yeah. I think designing that and having been through this with you, you have to sit down and actually figure this out. You have to, you have to strategize and say, Hey, I want a two year thing. And, and for listeners who have listened to the series, you know that this is, there's nuances and it's complicated. It can get complicated, not complicated in the sense that you can't understand it. It's just, there's a lot of, it's not complicated in that you can't understand it. There's just so many options that you didn't think were available that you just have to make decisions on, but easily customizable and to make it work for you. Yeah. It's it's just an easy question. Do you want this turned on or do you want loans turned on? Do you want, how do you want your eligibility requirements to go? And it, it all comes back down to, and we talked about this a while back, I think in one of our first episodes is what, what there's two questions we always start the conversation with is what is the primary goal? What's your motivator? And if it's to retain and recruit, you want, some sort of vesting schedule. If it's for you to stockpile as many as much dollars into your own bucket as you can, then we do it a different way. So it all comes back down to the first conversation you have and just knowing and understanding what what's available. Well, there you have it. This was one of the the easier, more Easy simple one. answers, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It really it, there's a lot of little things in here that you you cover but you just don't know that they exist inside of the plan. Crazy. Well, there you have it, folks. For listeners, we'll put a link in the show notes. You can reach out to Matt. He will run your numbers for free. And you can get, I guess, the number of how much you can actually save tax-free and or defer and the multiple options. Thanks a lot, Matt. Thanks, Brandon. Aloha. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. 